installment. Today's topic is about golden shadow work, and it's inspired by an author named Jamie Wheel, who wrote a book called Recapture the Rapture that I just finished reading. I've been reading a lot of really good books lately that I have felt guided to. They've been helping me get more clear on the direction that I am taking on my own path. And I thought that this topic was not only interesting and unique a little bit, but also really relevant and practical, which is hopefully my jam. (laughs) So golden shadow work. Most of us are familiar with shadow work as a term, as a discipline and a practice in self-help, personal transformation, new age industry stuff and it's what we do when we're uncovering and coming to terms with coming to peace with healing improving parts of us that are rejected that we consider gross that we call ego that are damaging that are harmful that are wounded, that are arrested in development. So shadow work, typically, even though it's not intended to be a negative thing, can sort of be portrayed as such that it's all the junk and the stuff that we don't want to look at. That's a really big part of any healing or self-improvement path, regardless of the journey that somebody is taking. It's just a part of it, and that's great. There's a lot of emphasis on it, on shadow work. And in my experience, and this is what Jamie Wheel was referring to as the golden shadow and the work that we need to do with that. In my experience, there's really not a lot of talk and exploration around this. And so what is a golden shadow? Well, it's all the stuff that we carry that's actually who we are, that's truly divine that is truly powerful, that is our gifts, that is our parts that are eternal, that are wise, that are fully able to show up in this world as truly divine beings. That's the golden shadow. That's all the stuff that we maybe aren't as aware of or as willing to be aware of as we are just the regular shadow work. So there's not a lot of exploration around that. And in in my own journey that I've been on, exploring and reclaiming the shadow, the golden shadow has been absolutely pivotal. There's been no way around it. And that has actually been the most uncomfortable work that I've done with my own healing. It is far more comfortable for me to look at the stuff that's gross or wounded or pathologized or a problem to fix or to heal. It's way easier for me to do that. But really, truly reclaiming, unearthing, and then finally fully embodying in real life in real life, not in pretend life, not in theory, but actual embodied real life showing up as that 
golden part of myself that has stayed in the shadow. And the other really important part of shadow work in general is projection. So we have all this stuff that we're carrying, the wounds, the gross stuff, whatever. And then we will project that out onto other people, onto situations, onto groups. So projection is a really big part of shadow work. And it's also really a big part of golden shadow work. The ways that we project our golden shadow onto people outside of us, giving them our power, our true power, our divine power. So this isn't really something that has I've seen explored much. Maybe it is somewhere out there. I don't know. But I haven't seen a lot of this, and I think there's a few, few reasons for it. One being that we've got such pervasive imbalances within ourselves and within our cultures that either we go too far in one direction in exploring our powers, our gifts, our divinity, can head like way too far into the new age direction of I am a god I am an avatar of a god and in doing so not rooting down deep into the reality of human life not rooting down deep into the reality and bypassing our flaws bypassing our shortcomings bypassing our interconnectedness uh, with all of life not just with other people or we'll go too far in the opposite direction of, oh, I got to be humble, like our, our Western version of humble, um, and not spend too much time on the golden divine stuff because then I'm in my ego. Then I'm on a slippery slope to being narcissistic. And it's a tough, tough balance. It is a tough balance because overall, balance is not a state of being that is supported or even experienced in our overarching culture. We just don't have a lot of experience with what true balance really is, and what I mean by balance is harmony. Not just a tightrope walk all the time, standing on some magical set point between polar extremes. That's usually how we understand balance in this culture. In my experience, it's this integration, this blending, this flow of what seems to be paradoxical truths. So in this path that I've been on, I have come face to face with the ultimate universal, if you want to call it that, spiritual truth of I am nothing and I am everything. So those, those concepts seem to be like polar opposites to each other. When actually, when they're, when they're fully integrated as a both and state of being within, they're not opposites at all. They're actually the same thing. But like getting to that point is really, really hard. And it does require understanding and then digesting and being harmony, that integration, that blending, that flow of I am nothing and I am everything. And this is vital to golden shadow work. Shadow work. This is, this is finding that inner integration and harmony is so foundational for this and so again we don't have a lot of experience with this type of balance but it's also not really encouraged from what i've experienced i am very fortunate to be on a path that like i said puts me directly face to face with this it can't be bypassed 
the golden shadow work. Not just the regular shadow work, but the golden stuff. Head on, bring it right up into the light. So, so, so bright that I cannot cringe and look away as much as I would like to. So like I said, that's been the most uncomfortable part because it's easier for me to pathologize myself, to allow other people to pathologize me, to look at all the ways that I suck, that I fail, that I'm blocked, that I'm limited, that I'm this, that I'm that, blah, blah, blah. That's my own personal imbalance. It's different for everyone. So I'm not making a blanket statement here that this is what everyone is experiencing and therefore I have a solution for everyone based on my experience. No, not at all. It's different for everyone. But I do believe that everyone has an imbalance around this, around the I am nothing, I am everything, I am crap, I am God. And then coming to the projection of all of that, like I said, we project our, what we call gross ego stuff that we struggle with on other people. That's the basis of, of most of our relationships is projection in this culture. But we also project our golden stuff, our divine stuff. And that's a problem these days. It's always been a problem, of course, but we're in a time, and this is what I've been getting more and more clear on, we're in a time where we need to grow up and show up. We need to be fully embodying our golden divine selves, these gifts and eternal blessed legacies that we all carry and in, in showing up and embodying that golden eternal part of ourselves in a way that is actually grounded, grown up, an adult. So for those of us who are caring even a little bit about authentic spirituality, we have to go deep into golden shadow work. And it's not because, and this is what's mostly marketed around uncovering and reclaiming your divine gifts. It's at this time, in the time that we're in now, and that's going to continue to unfold, this is not a goal around needing to become and embody our spiritual powers and gifts so that we can be awesome and win at life. We don't really need any more content, guidance, teachers around how to be awesome and win and how to optimize and score at life. There's a lot of those resources out there and a lot of them are great and incredibly helpful and a big part of any authentic spiritual path. But there's a big emphasis, a big consolidation around that and not a lot of exploration into embodying your golden self, your true eternal divine self for the sake of devotion to life, to this planet, to nature, and to service of life, this planet, nature, and spirit. We just don't have a lot of like, how can I embody <laughs> my divine self so that I can be in true authentic service um, so it really requires an adult an adult ability a flexibility and a resilience 
to go into that golden shadow work with a bigger picture perspective that we face a time that will, will it will continue to unfold into upheaval into loss into destruction into violence into polarization it's not going to get better this escapist belief that somehow things are going to quote ascend and fix themselves in a brief period of time and then we'll all be doing just great maybe I'm wrong I hope I am I hope I am I don't think so I don't feel so I don't see so and I know there are other people speaking this as well so if we're gonna take this bigger picture perspective that this is the time that we're in and it's time to grow up and show up as grounded clear adults actually able and willing to affect change and lead by example and lead through service in these times that is a much bigger cause than just me winning at life than just me uncovering my golden gifts my divine self so that I can get all the things a lot of us who are into spirituality healing stuff like that have been conditioned since birth and before conditioned before birth as the result of lineage imbalances that we all carry into this life but one thing that a lot of us are conditioned to do that I was very much conditioned to do was to project my golden shadow or quote give away my personal gold or my personal power to an outer authority or an outer spiritual um, authority a leader a deity something like that to give away all of my power to that and that that's that projecting all my truly pure wonderful divine qualities and so that's when we get into external saviors external gurus um, leadership hierarchy and spirituality at this point I feel just in general leadership hierarchy that sort of patriarchal model that we've all been raised with it's very much in spirituality as well and it's it has to shift because of the context we're in there has never been a time like this before and there's a vicious cycle of so many millions upon millions of people willing to give away their golden shadow project their golden shadow onto people in power people with a platform people with resources and gifts and talents and abilities that seem to be better than what we've got going on and what that does is it's so many millions of us shirking our power and our gifts shirking avoiding denying by projecting it onto others by staying quiet and small and circling our own vicious cycles of being stuck we are not showing up to the time that we need to show up for literally the world needs all of us who are even just a little bit interested in authentic grounded mature embodiment of our divine selves and we're needed in so many different ways 
So in being more willing to acknowledge our dark stuff, our junk, and doing all that shadow work, but our golden shadow work, it's possibly more needed now than ever before. And needed now more in more ways. We don't need to be setting people on inaccessible pedestals anymore. And it, it's actually, it's a true thing. There's nuance here, of course. There are people who are in leadership positions now who are very gifted, who are called to lead through their gifts. But it's also really true that we have a pervasive imbalance of that, that we're so willing to, to give our time, our energy, our money, our projections, our gifts, our power away to external sources and really unsure and also avoidant of uncovering those potentials within ourselves. And I'm not saying that this is to be, now all of a sudden we're looking at the people outside of us that we admire and that we give our power to, that we must then become like them and try to have platforms and try to be leaders. No, this is about becoming aware of what's actually truly aligned within all of us, what we're all called to be and showing up in the world is that and just getting over this habit of giving our power away, our divinity to anyone or anything outside of ourselves rather than acknowledging it and finding that balance of I am nothing and I am everything, integrating those truths which are actually the same truth eventually, but getting to that, getting to that place it's really hard. It requires the kind of growing up that, and facing reality that we usually don't want to do in the spiritual marketplace, that we usually don't want to do when we're into self-help and self-healing or any kind of healing modality. So owning our true power is really tricky. It's tricky and it's also rare. So you don't just run the risk of an ego torpedo. <laughs> Uh, you can really be, I know I can, speaking for myself, really afraid of being seen and heard, of screwing up, of making mistakes. What will people think? Diminishing is way easier. It's way more comfortable. And so maintaining that delicate harmony of embodying inner power while also surrendering to a greater force, something much bigger, nature, spirit, it's not something most most people want to do and that's exactly what's needed to be done right now reclaiming and remembering my golden stuff is the path of my ancestral calling to heal that's at the root of it the ultimate root of it and the irony of it is it's been the most truly humbling experience I could never have fathomed to accept responsibility for my power requires absolutely an adult groundedness. And that requires a true embodied awe in the presence of life and spirit. So rather than uncovering my golden stuff to get awesome at life, I'm seeing that it's got to be 
shifted to a focus much, much bigger and much, much more eternal than just my own fulfillment and my own winning. We gotta be devoted to something or someone. It's a human thing, being devoted. Giving away our power and being devoted kind of go hand in hand. We have to reclaim that. Rather than pathologizing it or trying to fix it or do away with it, we gotta reclaim it and admit to ourselves that we are built to be devoted. So if we're looking at a bigger picture and we're seeing that rather than devoting myself to something or someone outside of myself, what if I became devoted to my own path? And what if that path that I'm devoted to is about service to something far greater than me or even far greater than just other groups of people? Something so much bigger. So like I said, this is not about becoming a powerful leader as we understand leadership to be, as we've been conditioned to understand leadership to be. It's not about becoming as talented or as special as the person or the group that we've given our power away to that we've projected our golden shadow onto. It's all about finally becoming devoted to something that's actually worth being devoted to. Because in doing that, there's something that happens naturally. I'm not only benefiting myself by finding alignment and flow and fulfillment, that's a natural side effect. That does happen. But I'm also gonna be legitimately benefiting all of life. And that does require alignment, that requires surrendering to what's called your dharma, your truth, your true path. And also aligning with the nature of things as they've always been. The flow and rhythms of nature as they've always been. Committing to restoring that harmony in the world that you found within yourself. You found that harmony within yourself, that balance I talked about. And you show up embodied as that golden shadow, your divine gifts and abilities. Spiritual enlightenment, and this is just one more point I want to make before I'm done. We have all these stories of holy or enlightened beings, teachers, gurus, and we have really because we've been raised in this hierarchical understanding of life, we just sort of automatically think, I, I know I, I have and continue to at times, that their attainment, their spiritual attainment or their power attainment or whatever attainment I'm looking at outside of myself isn't possible unless you are somebody who's lived a million lifetimes and you're so gifted and you're so chosen and you're so special but the truth of it is underneath all that stuff that like has been piled on to all of us the the truth the spiritual truth is each and every single one of us possesses that ability within us 
for enlightenment. It doesn't just belong to a select few. It was never intended as a path to make my life more awesome, and it was never intended to belong to those precious few special people who have more power than me, who have more gifting than me. An authentic spiritual path is available to absolutely everyone, and the results of it, the benefits, the fruits of it, aka enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, are also available and possible for absolutely everyone. And the only reason why it seems so rare is because it's rare. It seems so impossible and so mystical because so few people have reached it. But that's just, that's just, just because something isn't common doesn't mean it's not possible within and for all of us. So many people haven't reached their fullest potential, their fullest spiritual, divine, whatever potential, because we're so busy projecting it all onto other people, other people's stuff, other ideas, other structures, other systems, other leaders. We're not reaching it within ourselves because we're giving it all away. We're spending it all. We're handing it off, whatever. So anyway, those are my thoughts for today about golden shadow work. A little bit longer recording, but that's okay. This is really good stuff. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you, whoever you are, are well. Okay, bye.